You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying, I think there's something going on. There's, there's more to the story than what I've been able to figure out. Has anyone ever cracked the case before? No, I've, and I've looked online and I haven't seen anybody that's actually gone gone undercover to investigate this. Or maybe they did and it's been wiped away, but somebody needs to step up and do something about it. This is interesting because I don't have to deal with this, so I don't really know exactly what all you're having to handle with the situation. Oh, it's a oh, it's it's a tremendous amount of things, and it's I'm just a saying to-do. it's a to-do. I'm saying it might call for the country PI. Oh, boy. I may have to go undercover. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody, of course, if you are doing any online shopping, to go to funemploymentradio.com slash, well, just go to funemploymentradio.com. Just the main website, so funemploymentradio.com, and click on the <laughs> Amazon link, which is right there at the top of the page, to do all of your online Amazon shopping, mm-hmm. which may be where I need to go to, uh, to to find some more more things for my disguise. I should explain. That. Okay. For your disguise? All right. Let me, let me ask That's this question. That's getting a little in-depth. All okay. Right, I want right. to know, and I'll just start from the beginning, because I want to ask you, Sarah, I want to know if this is strange or if this is a normal thing. Okay. And... Uh, you know, I live here in Portland, Oregon. I own a home in oh, Southeast God, Portland. Oh, God, don't do it. I can't even handle that. I own a home in Southeast Portland. <laughs> and, you know, part of uh, owning a home here in Portland is you pay for garbage and recycling. It, it all goes through one company. They do a lot of recycling here, a lot of garbage. It all goes through through a company. But it's, I don't know if this is the same in other cities because I've never owned a place in, in another city where each section has its own garbage service. From what I can understand, and if you're in the zone of that one service, that's your only option. Like, I can't switch garbage services and say, oh, I don't want this company, I want another company. I'm in their zone. So is it kind of like internet providers where if, like, if kind you of, only yeah. get one, yeah, then like, that means you're stuck with it? Pretty much. Yeah, like in my neighborhood, I can only get Comcast. I can't get Verizon or, you know, we don't have Google here yet or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I can only use Comcast. I can only use this one garbage service. And the the thing about this company is, there's something really strange Greg, about a it. specific question, really quick, about your house in Southeast okay. Portland. Do you yes. live in a converted attic in your house? Yeah, in Southeast so Portland? that's that's absolutely actually I do. Yeah, so okay, my house it was is being asked in the chat. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I've got a basement. And I've got two roommates who live on the main floor. Then I live in the upstairs, which is a converted attic. So it's kind of like my own apartment upstairs. That's where I live. And so, so with it with this garbage company though, you know, and and I I'm again I want to find out if this is abnormal or not their okay. bills like when they send you a bill in the mail it still comes on that old um like carbon copy printer like the kind you remember that used and to the have kind like that the, you get if like you're having like your dishwasher repaired or something uh yeah kind of like that okay. yes yes that's how the bills come like basically the, the kind you used to have to like spool it through the paper through the uh printer where it had like all the holes on the side like the chads or whatever you call those the the Wait, holes i'm sorry Wait, the the holes chads a like- uh, chads chads the part that you punch out isn't it I had no idea there was any part of a piece of paper called a chad. Oh yeah, a chad. Chad's like the like the polyoffy things on the sides. No, no, no. When there was the voting scandal, you know, in Florida, where for for Bush and Gore, they were saying the chads weren't punched out all the way. I think the chad is the hanging part of the paper. When you punch a hole, when you like, like say like a voter card. Yeah. 
Like how it's serrated and then you can like pop the piece the piece out? Yeah, I think that's a chad. I think that's what's called the chad. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, it could be speculation on that. It's either the hole or the paper. I'm not sure which one's the chad. Or maybe it's the whole thing. Either way, the chads were not punched. So... I don't you have no idea what, what I'm say. talking about. No. You have no clue what I'm talking about, no. do you? All right, never mind. That's that's a whole other show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, okay, a chad refers to fragments sometimes created when holes are made in a paper, card, or similar synthetic materials. Okay, so when you punch out, like on a voting card, which nobody does that anymore, at least not here. We're all by mail. But mm. when you punch it out, that little piece of paper that comes out, that's the Chad, the hanging Chad. Oh, okay, I've heard that phrase. Uh-huh. I just didn't know what that was. Okay. Yeah, yep, that's what a Chad's called. All right. How I got to that point, I don't remember I don't, exactly. I don't know either. <laughs> anyway, it comes it comes on carbon printed paper. So like like the old school carbon paper is what the bill comes on. And on top of that, they have no way to pay online. Like there is no other way to this pay. This is your garbage company? This is my garbage and recycling company. Okay. So... You can't pay online, and the reason is they have no website. Like, that's odd. no website. Not even a basic landing page site. Not even like a a, a blogger blogger page or not something like that. Not even an Angel Fire. Not site? even a, not even a Tumblr site. Oh. No, they have nothing. There is no website for this company at all. Well, all right. Not even a Facebook page. So they just send you. Well, I mean, I hope the garbage companies don't have Facebook pages. I mean, I guess every, I don't know. every Why business they? does know, at this point. It's a business, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've never individually had to deal with a garbage company before because I've always lived in apartments and the garbage has always been taken care of. You don't have to pay for garbage? Mm-mm. You no. never have to deal with a garbage company? No. Wow. No, I just know. I, I don't even know how often the garbage company comes. I mean, sometimes our our um, you know dumpster will be overflowing. Sometimes it'll be empty. Like I I don't know. I don't know how much garbage costs. How much does it cost to have somebody take away your garbage? Is it's it a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's expensive. Okay. Yeah, you have to pay for garbage and recycling, and it goes up all the time. The price goes up all the time. At least as far as in my neighborhood. Again, I don't have really much comparison because I don't live anywhere where I live. They're my only option. Mm. So when they say the price is going up on recycling, I have I, I either have to pay it or then they can turn me into the city for not recycling. Isn't this what they were doing too? I remember this where uh, the garbage companies are taking away like uh, everybody's like they're limiting them to one can or like they're it's some sort of like they're coming less frequently, but they're still charging you the same amount of money. Oh, yeah. When they went to the recycling plan here in Portland where you have to recycle, um, uh, you have to compost. It was a composting plan. What they did is they cut my garbage plan in half. So actual garbage only comes once every two weeks now instead of every week. Mm-hmm. And then they raised the price. So I don't really know where, uh, so what I got in So you're more money for half the service. I was paying more money for half the service. That is a racket. Why don't we get yeah. into some garbage? And I had no choice. Well, that's Can we thing. own a garbage company? I think that's... How does one get into garbage companies? I don't know. Somebody's got to figure out how to get into it because, I mean, it is a racket. They... That that's literally what they did. They raised the price and cut my service. And then they're oh, the only service available. I have no choice but to go through that's them. That's true because it's illegal for you to not have a garbage service, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have one garbage service that's offered to you. Yeah. That is now cut your service in half, raise the price. Yeah. But you don't have anywhere else to go because if you cancel your garbage service, it's illegal. In the yeah, I believe, the and, I, and I'm trying to remember how the illegal part works for it, but I, I think there's, I'm pretty sure you have to have some kind of service. Uh, to, otherwise, yeah, the city will come down on you. 
All right, I got so, our friend Kristen in the chat said it's called Join the Mob. That's how you get into the garbage service. Here's what I'm getting at. Do you think there isn't a mob in town? I'm just saying. Is and I'm gar- not going to say the name of a certain company. Is there a garbage mob? In, are okay. they the garbage mob? Is Here's the name? deal. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos lately, and I talked about this yesterday. And there's a certain company, you know, I won't say their name, that comes around my neighborhood that is doing this raising i mean it's it's the company is raising the price and cutting the service how many garbage companies now, are there in town i don't know i don't know because i'm not i don't i don't really know exactly how many there are to be honest i don't know anybody else that uses the one i'm using surely somebody else must but i i don't i i've never heard of anybody using it and the fact that they don't have the um they don't have a website that just makes it even more suspicious. So there's no way to get a hold of them unless you mail there it There is to... one way I can. I can get their phone number online and, or, or and their address, and that's it. I've never actually gone to the location, but something is really strange about this company. Okay. Like, what kind of a modern-day company has no, not even an email address? Hmm. There is no contact of them there there are listings of them because other sites list them but they they have no website at all That's and no online payment option at all i can't pay online which is how i pay most of my bills now because i kind of appreciate it i i really i mean i i'm a man of the modern era sarah you sure are you know i like getting my radio over the internet and i like paying for my bills without having to write out checks and get stamps and envelopes and mail them back it's a, it's a nuisance to me now I've become a man of the modern age. I'm a 20th century, 21st century. Uh, I was going to say, boy, that's not true, though. Um, all right. <laughs> digital man. Yep. <laughs> 21st century digital. Um, but so so that part's already annoying. But it's it, there, there's something wrong. And I think because there's no evidence online, I think I need to get involved here and figure out what's going on. I think they, they could be ripping off my whole neighborhood. That's weird. There's so- a scam going on. So you have no way to get a hold of them unless there's a P.O. box or a phone number to which you don't know where it is. You don't know where this place is. They don't. Well, there's an online. address online, but I, I don't know if that's it or not, if that's their headquarters or not. Have you ever gone? Is that what you're going to do? Do you want to go and like inspect? Do you want to uh, go no. peep out there here's, and see? Here's my idea. You got to be careful, man. I need to get involved here to figure out what's happening. And again, I've watched a lot of The Sopranos, so I, I do. I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of how all this works. If this were to be a certain organization that we will not name. And I think what I need to do is I need to infiltrate, you know, from the ground up. The Portland garbage gangs? Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I'm not going to call it a gang. Uh, they're just hardworking gentlemen. No, I don't know what it is. That's why I need to get in there. Hmm. So I need to go undercover as a as a garbage collector, now, a garbage man. Is garbage? Let me ask you another side question here. Is garbage man an okay term to call somebody now? I think so. Trash collector, garbage man. Yeah, I mean, a gar- garbage person just sounds like you are made a person made of garbage. Well, what do what do you call them? You're then? in waste management. Waste management is that what you call the people who show up and then they pick up the the uh, you know pick up the cans and. Uh, I I guess so. 
I mean, again, I don't deal with these people. I, I don't see it. Like, but my garbage is well, there, no, and then it's not. I don't see the people, like, my no, garbage these, gang but, coming through. But I'm saying as a job, that is a job that someone has, what do they call themselves? I guess a, a garbage person. A trash collector? A trash collector. There we go. Is that what you would call it? That's probably better than a garbage person. <laughs> a garbage person. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm, I'm really not. How is that I offensive? Just, no, it's... Well, calling somebody a garbage person, I guess, if you said it in the wrong way. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you would actually. Oh, it's being pointed out. You could say in the sanitation arts. In the sanitation. <laughs> I mean, waste management. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, that's who I need to dress up as, and I need to get in that way. Now, I'm thinking if I just show up somewhere while they're while they're loading stuff on, or, or like because they go around from house to house, you know, with their garbage trucks, and. I could just show up at one stop and be like, hey, yeah, they said uh, you guys needed some extra help today. I'm just going to hop on for a while. And I'll hop on. What is that, I'll have, ac- I have what is that accent that you're talking in? Hey, I just, uh, would you guys need some extra help today? Uh, you you should never jump on the back Use of somebody's guys. garbage truck. No, what are you? Oh, my God. Is this because you've been watching The Sopranos? No, I'm just saying I could I could hop on, you know, and I'll Don't hop on hop the truck. Don't hop on a stranger's garbage truck. No, I'll tell them. Management, management said you guys uh, could use some extra help today. I'm doing some training. And then I'll hop on, and I'll I'll ride along with them, you know, and I'll I'll become buddies with them. You know, and I'm sure I'll be like, hey, Jimmy, what's what's going on over there? And Jimmy and I'll start telling some jokes. Actually, maybe Jimmy will be my name. They can call me Jimmy. You want your garbage man name to be Jimmy. I'll, I'll be your, honest. Your trash collector. I'll be whatever. honest if I could go back and do it again. But what I just said 10, 10 seconds ago, I'd want it to be Vic. I want to be Vic. You want it to be Vic? Yeah. I remember in Vicky college, D. my friend Lindsay was dating this guy named Bob. I swear to God, his name was Bob. Mm-hmm. And all he would say all the time, like she did him for a couple of years, and I'm like, oh, so what do you want to do when you get out of school? And the only thing he said, he's like, I want to be a garbage man. Well, you make it. I I have heard you made it. Make it. That's what money. I've always heard too. Yeah, you make a like, lot yep, of money going doing to it. college, but I'm going to be a garbage man. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I've never heard anybody like so definitively say the thing that they wanted to do. And I always knew that Bob wanted to be a garbage man. Hey, well, good for him. And then I do believe, in fact, that Bob did become a, a garbage you, man. You do get to see everybody's stuff. I mean, you get to see what you get to see the inside of everybody's house, essentially. It's everything they're getting rid of. You know a lot about people, I would imagine, looking at their garbage. I don't think you do really they go look through at my garbage? the garbage. No, they dump it into the dumpster thing and then they compact it and then they bring it back to wherever it is that they go. Do they go? They go through the garbage, though, don't they, and pick out any treasures that are left over? I don't believe that anyone's calling cans of garbage treasures. Well, I mean, somebody's accidentally throwing away something. Well, I would anyway. But regardless, Vicky D would go on there, and I'd start, I'd, I'd start hanging out with these people. You know, people named like like Jimmy and uh, Pauly and things like that. And so I'd hang out with like Jimmy and Pauly. And I become buddies with them. Jersey Shore characters or something? No, not Jersey Shore characters. I'm just saying these are these are, you know, the the uh, the garbage workers. And then I would get in with them, and then I could figure out what the scam is. What's what's the what's the gig? You know, and I can be like, hey man, how many how many points you got laid on this one? Like, I wonder how much of a cut they get. Like, if they are. That's what I want to know. That's true. Like, if you if you collect more garbage, do you get a bigger cut? Mm-hmm. What do they do with the garbage? How come, like, what gives them claim over a particular territory? Right. Are there garbage wars? Like, why Why is there only one? That's actually a very good question. Why is there only one garbage service allowed and you have to use it? That's just... Yeah, I don't have a choice. That's so... I have to use them. Oh, that is weird. 
That, like another like garbage there are no company. options. There are no like with like cell phones, for example. You can there are many options for right. that, like things. But you are forced. So basically, the government is forcing you to pay. Somebody is, or they're doing their own thing. I'm mm. telling you, there's something going on here, because why are why is that? Why would there just be these territories? I mean, it's just a, it's a public street. Why can't you have different garbage companies coming coming? I mean, I'm granted. I guess you'd have to organize it. So you have garbage trucks going by all the time. But I mean, come on. There's not that many houses. Isn't that, when I was saying the Sopranos thing, isn't that what they did? It doesn't the even, to- like, Tony Sopranos in Waste Management. Yes, that, that is true. In Waste Management, is that uh-huh. what it is? All right, yeah, I'm Waste just, Management. I'm looking at the name mm-hmm. of this place. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking something's up here. Hmm. Um, it's being noted in the chat. Okay, I'm going to bring up a couple of questions from the chat here. Uh, Jeff says, having only one service per area makes business sense to the companies, except for the fact that you can't ever really expand your business, though. Like, your business is just going to stay at that. I mean, if you if the territories are all divided up, that's it. But I mean, look, unless the department complex goes in, but how are you going to increase their, your... Yeah. They, they just doubled their profit for half the work. And, uh, yeah, unless you start doing that, which is still wrong. You know, you're supposed to have some competition. Oh boy, that's really weird. I'm gonna have to get involved here in this. I'm gonna, don't I'm get involved in that. No, you're don't. You're gonna. Well, get ultimately, hurt. I think, I think what I would like is to get you know a little piece of the piece of whatever they're they're working on there. You know, whatever the whatever the cut is, whatever the whatever the gig is. I think that's what you should do. You should approach strange garbage people on the street and tell them that you want a, a piece of their cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one way you could do it. Another suggestion from uh, Mr. Jenke in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, it does help us out tremendously. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. So it says here, uh, he, he said, uh, maybe, maybe I should, uh, I, I do have a truck. Maybe I could offer a new service to the neighbors. That's one thing. I could try to undercut them. And I'll go around to all the neighbors and be like, hey, I'll take care of it for you. What does it take to get you legitimately licensed to be a garbage person? I don't know. I mean, I, I really do don't do know. That? Do you have to go to like garbage school? I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to go undercover and learn it enough, and then then maybe I can take them down from the outside. I can take them down. I need to get the right outfit though, and I do have overalls, so I'll wear some overalls. You know, I'll uh, mess up my hair a little bit. I'll look like a hardworking garbage worker that can go in there and figure out what their plan is. And eventually, what I want to do is get back to wherever the headquarters is and find out find out why why I'm getting ripped off and then figure out how I can get my uh, foot in the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they put a face with your name, they won't want to take advantage hey, of you. Hey, it's here. Vicky D's house. You know. Stop calling yourself Vic. Vicky D. They can call me Vic. You know, Vicky D. My friends call me Vicky D. And that's how I'll approach them, too. Like, yeah, management said that uh, you guys needed some extra help today. I'm uh, I'm just out here, you know, picking up some uh, extra OT. And then they'll be like, all right, Vic, come on in. And then, then I'll be riding around with them, and then it'll, be, then it'll be fun. We'll call him Jimmy Toothpick, you know, and then we'll have uh, in the front, it'll be uh, uh, Polly, uh, let's see, what would his name? Polly Hammer. Polly Hammer. Because he likes to use his hammer if... Wait, that sounds weird. That it's, sounds really weird. No, I just meant that he like hammers things when he gets mad or like he likes to build things. All right, so I'm looking poly, at this. Uh, poly nails? No. Let's see, I'm looking. All right, so you do have to get a commercial driver's license to be able to be a garbage man. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your class B will do. You may require a class A. Uh, you need to complete a background check. 
Um, have a clean driving record. Okay. Pass a drug test. Yeah, pass I can a do physical that. exam. All right, I'm good. And have a couple of years of verifiable commercial driving experience. Uh, well, you know, I can, uh, I can get started now. Yeah, wink, uh, wink. There are no holidays ever for garbage men. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Uh, most companies will work on a reduced schedule on holidays and weekends, but the new hires get to work those days while the more senior workers get the day off. I didn't even think about it. We've got <laughs> with, with <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, our uh, fine listener was thinking, and friend. Yes. I wasn't thinking of that. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's what I was like. I've been watching you know, a lot like, of uh, a lot of Sopranos. There are Vic, Vicks and Vickies. I didn't think about a Vicky. All right, I'll change it from Vicky D. I'll change it from that. Yeah. All right. I don't have to. I mean, that's a legitimate. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. So I'm looking at this. A good, you can make almost $100,000 a year. Yeah. Being a garbage man. Yeah. Okay. That's a significant chunk of change. All right. I think this I think this can work. All right. Well, you got to go get work your out. CDL. All right. What, what should my other name be? Maybe I'll be Polly Hammer. I kind of like Polly Hammer. They call me Polly Hammer. All right. Polly Hammer, Jimmy Toothpick. Um, and then, then there needs to be a third guy, whoever the third guy is who's driving around, Tony something. You cannot make fun of me for watching Beverly Hills 90210 when you're sitting there and like changing your accent and your lifestyle for the Sopranos that you're watching that's also <laughs> an old, outdated TV show. Tony Muffins, because he loves to eat muffins. Tony Muffins? Yeah, they call him Tony Muffins. He loves yeah. muffins. Is that like Johnny Cakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony Muffins. Jimmy the Toothpick. I want you to be Tony Muffins because I don't want to be Tony Muffins. And no, Greg is now Tony Muffins. I'm Paulie Hammer. Mm. Oh damn it! Um, I, well, can I be Jimmy the Toothpick? You're not. You're not toothpicky. <sighs> I gotta be Tony Muffins. Tony Muffins. I don't want to be Tony Muffins. Well, that's sorry, a terrible that's, gangster name. That's just the way that's gonna happen. You're the one that came up with it. Well, yeah, but it wasn't for me. All right, fine. I'll be Tony Muffins. I mean, but uh, all in all, to be honest, that is really odd. I was looking at the name. It of is your, strange. It is really strange. Company. Like, what gives them? Like, what about this particular company allows them to exist in a way where they make all of the money in your neighborhood, and that's the only option? I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. That is a little odd. Yeah, it's it is strange, and just the fact that I can't pay online—it's really annoying. Hmm. It's really annoying. It annoys me. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Greg. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. you should look into your options and see if you can go somewhere else. No, I can't. That's until I start up my own. Hmm. All right. Tony well, Muffins Disposal Service. Yeah, that could work. People would want to buy something from Tony Muffins. Would they? Or Polly Hammer. Yeah. Definitely Tony Muffins. You could even have a muffin store and be Tony Muffins Muffins. No. Or Tony's Muffins. No, that sounds like something else. <laughs> Alex says, I tune in and Greg is writing Garbage Man fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, I know we have the Russian mafia here in Portland. Yeah, like, is I there, know. Is there like another, is there like a garbage mafia? It's probably them involved. In think it, so. I thought the Russian mafia worked in the furniture stores. Well, I'm not going to say yes or no Somebody to any of that. Somebody legally distinct from me said that. Yeah. For some reason, there are some... An inordinate amount of, of used uh, Russian furniture stores furniture you mean in, stores in that, a city uh, For some reason, their display cases for the past 10 years have never changed. Yep. Yet, they stay in business. Yep. Consistently. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Never People mind. love Russian furniture. That's Everybody all it is. Everybody loves Russian furniture. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, the garbage mafia is old school, it's being speculated. 
Also uh, in the chat, Tony Muffins sounds like what you'd name your cat. No, it's a gangster name. Tony Muffins. Because he likes muffins. Tony Muffins is definitely a cat name. This is my cat, Mr. Muffins. (laughs) Mr. Muffins. That's so cute. I had a Cocker Spaniel named Muffin when I was little. No, it's a tough guy name. Is it? Is it? Tony Muffins. If you have to keep saying it's a tough guy name, it's... He likes muffins. That's all. Probably not a tough guy name. He leaves a muffin at every scene. What, next to every garbage can? Well, no, no. No. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, some breaking news. So we've heard um, for a while now that Full House was going to be getting a reboot. Yes. Now the first trailer has finally come out, and it's not looking... It's not too uncomfortably bad. I mean, it looks like it could have some potential. I saw part of it today. Yeah, so the new trailer for Fuller House has been released. And now this is going to be on Netflix. And Netflix has released its first trailer for the first full trailer for the upcoming Full House revival named Fuller House. You know who's looking pretty good? Who? Jody Sweeten. She turned out all right. Oh, is that Stephanie? Uh, I don't remember which, I can't remember what her name was on, on the it, show. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the middle one. Yeah. So she oh she's the one that had like the the meth problem, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But she yeah, I I watched the video. They they all look good. Yeah. Uh so so the new series is going to center around a recently widowed DJ who's played by uh homophobic Candace Cameron Burr uh struggling Wait, to what do you mean? Oh, she's one of she's a uh, religious like nut job in, in real life. In real life. I mean, okay, cuz she's Kurt Cameron's sister, right? Yeah, and she's she's batshit insane. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Like uh, hardcore, like a hardcore, hardcore Christian, hardcore homophobe, hardcore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's what. That's why I stopped reading. I'm like, all right, I want to enjoy watching Fuller House. Like, if I do watch it, and I don't want to read all this shit about what she's actually like in real life. Oh, yeah, she's not a good person. I didn't know she was that hardcore. No, no. So she's a super religious person. Uh, so the new series struggles around a recently widowed DJ played by Candace Cameron, struggling to raise her three boys on her own. Luckily, her family in San Francisco is willing to help her out in a pinch. Uh, in this case, okay, it is her younger Steph- uh, sister Stephanie, played by Joey Sweeten. And Jody. Child- Jody Sweeten, sorry. And uh, childhood best friend Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, Kimmy Gibbler's back? Barber. Yes, she moves in as well, and they're all helping DJ raise her three boys. Let me just tell you, it was kind of annoying growing up having a last name Nibbler and having a character on TV named Gibbler. I didn't even think about that. And I shouldn't have said anything. No, uh, yeah. I got that a lot. Wow, so Greg Gibbler? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And variations of that, yeah. Yeah, so she's just as, by the way, it might be like 20 years later, but she's just as annoying. Oh my gosh, like, you know, like you want to like her, but Kimmy Gibbler is like the most annoying thing. And she's there, it's just the same exact person, but a little bit older. So uh, there are lots of dance numbers in the in the trailer if you're watching it. Um, references to 90s culture and being trapped in the 90s and uh, they use a lot of the catchphrases that they did okay. in Full House so it's like it's all of the embarrassing oh, wait, Full House catchphrases say one say one I don't remember all of them oh yeah you do you yeah. know some of them say say one of them um why is Greg you're giving me a thumbs up what is that because that was one of them wasn't it like you got it I'm not doing Full House quotes come you on you should that. do it no no, Greg Gibbler. Uh, also, uh, what's going to be noticeably missing 
from please stop uh, from this newer version of Fuller House, of Full House, Fuller House. Uh, Mary Kate, Ashley Olsen, they will not be participating in the show, although they are referenced. Yeah, that's because they have a billion dollars already, and mm. haven't they done like a lot of a lot of work on their face? Those two. I I don't know. I thought I read something about that. They've had a lot of plastic surgery that's been done. Um, the thing is with this though, you know, Full House. I remember watching it. It it was fine. It was. I did you know, too. Like I really, I really liked it. Yeah, but what other ones are they going to bring back? Like if this is successful, that means other shows will come back. Oh, maybe about uh, what about Family Matters? You think Some, Urkel would still do it after all these years? Uh, he, oh yeah, because I saw him in a car commercial playing Urkel. That that's act, right. He yeah, had a, Jaleel White is that his name? Yes, I yeah. think that's right. Uh huh. Yeah, I saw him in a in a car commercial. You know, with. A version of Urkel. Oh, I betcha. He would totally do it again. Are you kidding me? That Urkel money's gold. <laughs> Gotta get that Urkel money. Gotta get money. some of that Urkel money, get man. That Urkel money. Yeah, I mean, Family Matters was great. What other ones were good? What about I mean, Step by Step? I wasn't that much into Step by Step. That would be a good one. Growing Pains I watched. Family Ties I watched. Uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, hanging with Mr. Cooper was great. It only lasted like a season. We had Mark uh, Mark Curry. Mark Curry, yep. Yeah, in here before. We have. Yeah. He was great. He was nutty. It changed my viewpoint of hanging with Mr. Cooper, though, when he came in here in studio, Mark <gasps> Curry, the comedian. Oh, yeah. And we were interviewing him, getting ready to interview. So Mark Curry played Mr. Cooper in yeah. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, and he, he was in here in studio. This was a while ago, and he was getting ready to... Um, he had his uh, tablet with him, and he's pulling up his tablet to take a look at something right before we went on air. And uh, he opened it. He had forgotten to close his his adult films he was watching. He was watching porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he opened it up. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and closed it really quick. It was, um, I did see what it was. It was what the was gen- it? The general theme. It was large-bottomed women. Large-bottomed women. Yes, large-bottomed. Wow, Greg, you sound like a little bit large-bottomed. <laughs> hey, to each their own. To each their own. You know what? I'd like I'm to just see... saying it was hilarious when I did see it. I would like to see a reboot of Wings. I like uh, Wings that is show. all right. Yeah, it Wings was, was a good. Great show. Yeah, Lowell. Yeah, wasn't it? Lowell mm-hmm. was the guy's name. Yeah, and there's all, and then there's those other two actors that are only referenced if they're in anything. Is like, oh, those guys. That that's the guy from Wings. Uh huh. One of the guys from show? Wings is is actually in Sopranos. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He plays uh, Christopher's friend. He's kind of a junkie. Oh, it's being suggested Monk. Yeah, but Monk didn't... I never watched Monk. Oh, my God. You've never watched Monk? No. That show was incredible. No, because that guy was in Wings. That's what I knew him from. Yeah. He was the taxi driver. Oh, that show is so great. It is so great. Oh, if you you need a palate cleanser after watching The Sopranos. But I think it's too soon. Like, despite the fact of how much I like Monk, it's too soon to do a reboot of that. Um, It's being noted in the chat that Lowell's career kind of died after that. I, I dispute that. Lowell actually had a little bit of a run there. Because he did uh, that movie Sideways, or I think it was called Sideways, with Paul Giamatti, where they went to wine country and oh, like, got Lowell a bunch of awards. That? Yeah, Lowell was the buddy. Huh. And then he also was Sandman in one of the Spider-Man movies. It wasn't wasn't that great of a movie, but Wow, Sandman. you've really been following Lowell's career and he very was closely. In, and he was in uh, Deadwood, or not Deadwood, excuse me. Um, oh my God, Tombstone. I got two guns, one for the Ichia. You even that know was, Lowell's was, line. No, that from, wasn't Lowell's oh, line. Okay. That wasn't Lowell's line. But he, I think believe he was referencing it. I was impressed there for a second. Piano player, you're so drunk, you're probably seeing double. I got two guns, one for the each. All right, we don't need to hear your two. I can do that for the rest right of the now. show Please if we don't. want, because I know a lot of 
Where's some playing with my brother's kids? Mm. Uh, Mr. Jenkins pointing out that he was the star of TV's Ned and Stacy. I don't know what that is. I don't either. <gasps> what about picket fences? I don't know what that is. I was just talking about uh, Tom Skerritt. I was just talking about picket fences the other day. Because that sounds I'm like something I would not have watched. <laughs> oh, what if they do like a new Wonder Years? Okay, you. But it's like set in the nineties. Like yeah, the way see, that the that's Wonder not years... cool. Oh my god! Oh, I hope they're making that right now. A Wonder Years set in the nineties. That removes all the charm of it. Why it wouldn't like the the charm of Wonder Years and like the whole thing. With the girl, like, it's not like they could just go online or call somebody or, I mean, I guess texting wasn't in the 90s. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't, you can't go online in there. I'm talking about, like, the early 90s, like, in 1990 when it was still all cassette tapes and... Maybe. Okay, maybe. Yeah. If it was set in 1990, oh, yeah. you know that would be great. No, that's just something you want to watch what because any show set in the 90s is something you will watch forever. All you have to do is... I could just pitch you something. Set in the 1990s. Sold. Sarah's already going to buy whatever it is. That's pretty true, though, isn't it? It is pretty true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they just started off the trailer. I didn't realize I was such a sucker for it, too. And I you totally are am. such a sucker mm-hmm. for it. Anything set in the 90s. I would rather have the reboot of Elf. That's what I'm looking for. Well, what's funny is in the 90s, I remember how obsessed uh, all my friends and I were with the 70s. And now since it's, you know, 20 years later, now everyone from now is obsessed with the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's a 20-year cycle, man. Yep. Alf, though. This is what I'm saying. Alf? Alf needs to be the reboot. Mm, Alf would not be successful these days. Uh, Alf is fantastic. Or... Mm. <gasps> Harry and the Hendersons? No, that's a movie. I know, but they could reboot it. Oh, there was a television show of it, but no. No. Here's, here's what needs to happen. They need to reboot Mr. Belvedere, only the butler's going to be younger and hipper Played by me, the new Mr. Belvedere, a younger, hipper Mr. Belvedere. Wait, that was your great idea? Yes, I you actually... Mr. Belvedere was amazing. Okay. Straight car chatter, never matter before. Who cares when you drop, kick the jacket as you came through the door? Okay. No one's dead. Please stop singing. Jesus Christ. All right, so there we go. Uh, so if you want to watch the new Fuller Mr. House, Belvedere. Fuller House debuts February 26th on Netflix. So during the Bolo de Super, of course, there were a lot of commercials going on, one of which featured a giant portrait of Aerosmith's Steven Tyler, which was entirely made out of Skittles. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't, it wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't wasn't didn't really hit me as thing. much of anything other than Steven Tyler really, really looks weird now. Oh, I think he, he's looking pretty good. He looks better than I thought he would. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's really saying much, though. I thought he'd be probably (laughs) dead at this point, so he's doing good. Well, the portrait of uh, Steven Tyler made out of Skittles is actually up for auction if you would like to purchase it. So it is actually made entirely of Skittles candy, the inside at least. Of course, the outside's a regular frame. Uh, It's up for auction. The portrait for sale on eBay is a replica of the piece featured in the commercial on Sunday. So it's the one that was based, that the commercial was based on, in which uh, the real Steven Tyler teaches the portrait to sing Dream On. Yeah, that commercial is kind of embarrassing. Uh, it was placed up for auction by Auction Cause and received a high, a high bid of... How much do you think it... Um, somebody's bidding on it. How much would it be? So it's a picture made of Skittles. Ten grand? No, it's only five grand. 
Okay, I figured there's somebody out there that would pay a, a ton of money for it. Yeah, so uh, this was created. It's a one-of-a-kind portrait that is handcrafted using over 20,000 Skittles. Uh, so what do you do with it? it's also referred to as an important period of art history. No, the no. The portrait weighs about 50 pounds and measures at 45 inches by 37 inches. All the proceeds of the sale of the portrait will benefit Steven Tyler's charity, which benefits girls who suffer from abuse and neglect. It's called Jamie's Fund. All right. That's I mean, good. that's for a good cause. Mm-hmm. You know what they, back to the television thing, you know what that oh, needs geez. to really come back, though? What really needs to make a new cycle is sitcoms starring extra short people. I mean, you had different strokes with Arnold. Fantastic show. Followed up by Webster with Ma'am. Ma'am was always creepy, though. Ma'am was. Did you ever watch Webster? No. Really? You never watched Webster with Emmanuel Lewis? No. Webster, um, okay, so Webster was adopted, I think. I can't remember exactly how he came anyway. His parents were um, this guy, George, who was an ex-football player in real life, and Ma'am. Ma'am was his mom. She was this weird, this, this red-headed lady with a really odd haircut, but Ma'am was his mom. But the important thing was they lived in a mansion, and there were all kinds of, like, hidden doorways and things that Ooh, Webster would crawl through. Oh, that's cool. You know, and then he'd learn lessons and, and stuff like that about different things. Ma- uh, Webster. Webster was pretty fantastic. I think I think Webster could be the new one. I would... You know what I just thought of, too? I bet Ma'am I... Ma'am was creepy, though. I know one that would be really good to redo. What's that? Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster was good. That would be a good... And that would be kind of timely. I bet that would be pretty successful... But it would, it'd have to be like some sort of like... You know, Punky Brewster didn't last long. I know. Yeah. But what's weird is it didn't last long, but it like is totally maintained its pop culture relevance. All right. I know this is... If you're listening via podcast right now and, and you're not in the live chat, this won't make much sense. But just Google Webster ma'am and you'll see what I'm talking about. Isn't that lady just kind of strange? What? The, the picture in the chat? Yeah. There's something odd about her. I don't know. I'm, this is the first time I'm seeing her and I really feel no way. Oh. Either way, it just looks like some weird 80s woman. Yeah, I mean, well, definitely she's a weird 80s woman. Anyway, that was Webster's mom. Okay. She always always just weirded me out. I don't know why. (laughs) Ma'am. Okay. But I still like Webster. Mm. All right, next up. A flight had to be diverted after a man was arrested for peeing on a fellow passenger mid-flight. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) which in turn sparked a massive fight on the plane. Yeah, I would imagine so. So Uh, how did this happen? A man has reportedly been arrested after completely losing his mind on an airplane. Uh, So it was an air Mediterranean uh, flight from Algiers to Paris. Okay. So around 45 minutes into the flight, a man allegedly tried to urinate and then accomplished urinating on a fellow passenger sparking a mass brawl above uh, a onboard flight ML2673. The flight was first to uh, divert as a result of the incident. So uh, staff on board said the man had become unruly as a result of being told he couldn't drink nor smoke on the bo- uh, on board on the plane. I guess you can't drink Shocker. on the plane. Shocker. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you're, if you're maybe in Algeria, you can do that. I don't know what the plane regulations are in Algeria. Uh, so let's see. So the man... Uh, urinated on a fellow passenger, started a massive fight on the plane, and single-handedly, of course, diverted the airplane after the the pilot had learned of the incident happening on board. I don't quite know how you think urinating on someone in an airplane is going to solve it. Like, oh. the other person's going to be like, oh, you're, you know what? You got me. 
You know what? You're right. I wasn't. You should it your be able way. to drink and smoke. I was in the wrong here. I'm sorry. Um, you urinating on me just clearly brought that brought that to light, mm. you know, and really uh, opened my mind a little bit about it. Peeing on someone on a plane is like, you know, to try and solve the problem is like getting into a fight about yeah. like Bernie Sanders versus Hillary on the internet. Like nobody's gonna win. There's just piss all over the place. <laughs> Sorry, still in political commentary. It is. It's true. Ran it all over the internet. <laughs> all right. I love me a good conspiracy theory. So when I saw this today, this is the first time I've ever heard of this, but apparently this has been one that has existed for quite some time. Okay. Now, Greg, did you ever hear the conspiracy that Jim Morrison might have faked his own death and he's actually still alive? What? Yeah. I thought he choked on his own vomit, didn't he? Well, that's what that's what they said. Well, there's a there's a YouTube filmmaker who's been following who he claims is actually Jim Morrison, who Jim Morrison faked his own death and has now been living on the streets of New York City. Wait, Jim Morrison is a homeless guy in New York. Yeah. So a YouTube filmmaker uh, ha- who calls himself Broken Star has been keeping the conspiracy alive since 2009. When he began filming a boozing and smoking doppelganger of an older Jim Morrison. <laughs> Who he said claims to have no idea who Jim Morrison is. He's following around some poor homeless dude. Stop lying. You're Jim Morrison. Well, he's filmed seven videos uh, from 2009 since la- uh, to last year, allegedly charting a friendship between himself and the man who only <laughs> who he only refers to as Jim. <laughs> so he saw some dude on the street and decided that was Jim Morrison and he's been following him around. What is his proof of this? Alright, well he said that he had, he discovered this man while he was in New York City and he believes to, that he is in fact Jim Morrison. During the clips uh, that Broken Star posted online on the YouTubes, on the internets uh, he has Jim Morrison recite poetry like uh, the infamous Doors frontman used to. Um, he also sings and does trademark dancing like Jim Morrison with his arms out wide. <laughs> Jim Morrison didn't really dance. He convulsed. He, fla- he flailed. Yeah. He flailed. He, he flailed. was on a lot of drugs. Well, of course, it's said that Morrison died on the 3rd of July, 1971, uh, at just the age of 27 years young. So he would be 71 years old if he was still alive. That's a big if. If, uh, if he was still alive. I mean, he probably is. He's probably just homeless living in New York. No big deal. I'm sure. Well, he was said to, uh, of course, he died in Paris and was said to have died of heart failure due to his uh, drinking and drug-fueled years in the limelight. But conspiracy theorists have long claimed uh, that he faked his own death and has been cited anywhere since uh, lots of places, from the Bahamas to Paris. He was once cited in Portland, Oregon. Yes, because how many people with long hair and beards are in Portland? Of course. That's all it takes. White guy with a long hair and beard. Ooh, must be Jim Morrison. While responses to the videos have mixed reviews, where some are believing that he has found the long-lost Jim Morrison, he's and others believe that he's just harassing a crazy old man on the streets of Jim New York Jim Morrison City. conspiracists believe. Well, when he was having him uh, read some of... when he was Jim Morrison theorists. When Street Jim Morrison was reading some of Jim Morrison's poems, uh, uh, one of the viewers said the last poem really flowed well like a door song. I think it really might be him, man. <laughs> Not only Who that, is this guy? you can't hide his voice. Despite Jim sounding older, only he could write a poem like that. All right, so that Jim Morrison, New York City Street Jim Morrison, is also writing his own poems. Wow. 
So I just want to let you know. This goes right up there with, you know, Elvis. Of course, there's always the Elvis ones. Tupac. Tupac is supposed to still be alive oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, those all pop up like once a year. We'll have mm-hmm. an alleged picture of him. Because there will be like a new album or song released like every year, forever. Mm. Forever. All right, and finally, I, I just wanted to end with a two for a conspiracy. Because you did say it was the year of the alien. It is. It's year of the alien. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, there's a new person coming I've out. I've said this. Is- I'm, let me just reiterate this so it's very clear that I'm on record. Um... Last year was Year of the Squatch, and I think there was enough evidence released to concretely say that Squatches exist, but of course there is the whole um, uh, Squatch conspiracy, the the contingent that wants to crush all rumors of it. And so there's all those that you have to worry about. The Squatch contingency. Yeah, the Squatch contingency. That's a group that's been put together to, to crush... The uh, the existence of the Sasquatch because they feel it'd be dangerous. All right. I believe this year, though, is year of the aliens. Year of the aliens. We will find concrete proof of alien life this year. Well, maybe one of these people who will show us the proof is a man by the name of Jerry Battles. Jerry Battles. Okay. Jerry Battles. He's Wait, 61 that's his real old. last name? Yep. It's uh, pretty lives, good. He lives in Limerick, Ireland. Jerry Battles could definitely hang out with Polly Hammer. And uh, Jimmy the Toothpick. And, and Tony Muffins. And Tony Muffins. You're Tony Muffins. Well, retired carpenter Jerry Battles claims that he was indeed abducted by aliens while walking home after Christmas after having a couple of Christmas drinks. Now, he said he was taken by the extraterrestrials after going for a couple festive drinks with a friend. He said he was subsequently <laughs> so he paralyzed. Was out for some drinks. No big deal. He said he was subsequently paralyzed, faced by a cone-headed alien, and warned that the world will end in 850 years' time. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, I just want to analyze this a little bit. Let's just, all right, yeah, so it was a cone-headed alien. A cone-headed alien, not unlike the coneheads who have been, of course. Could have been, yes. Uh, yeah. So the cone-headed aliens, the world will end in 850 years. Okay. Uh, Mr. Battles also claimed uh, to be transported to the North Pole in just a blink of an eye from Ireland. Okay. So he's claiming that this encounter uh, happened the day after Christmas when he was walking home from a pub called the Seven Sisters Pub. He said, I was only seven minutes away from my house. It was a clear, dry night. You could have read a book with the light off of the night sky, but I wasn't drawn by the light of the stars or the moon, but by a bright surgical white light. Why are you trying to do a fake Bane voice? Come, I'm not. That's my old man voice. That was a no. That's the same voice you used as Bane, which well, is still you mean terrible. The one that when I won our Bane off, it's still awful. That one. Coming from the other end of the Boreen, whatever that is. After being drawn by uh, to the white light, Jerry remembers finding himself aboard a spacecraft. <laughs> With about 40 other people, all in a subdued state, standing motionless like statues. Mr. Battles continues, they were all this male. This is a really elaborate excuse for why he came home late a to his different wife. different age groups, standing shoulder to shoulder like mannequins. I remember one man standing next to me was wearing a Columbo-style jacket and hat. <laughs> what Columbo-style jacket? <laughs> Who references Columbo when it comes to a trench coat still? Uh, Jerry Battles does, okay. <laughs> he was wearing a Magnum P.I. type shirt. Uh, Jerry Battles continues We were all in a state of paralysis I could only move my eyes So I couldn't see much Groucho Marx cane with him The next thing I remember 
was floating into another bigger chamber with a 360-degree viewing deck. It was then that I saw the extraterrestrial. Mr. Battles takes a pause, then continues with his story. I couldn't tell how big he was or even if he had arms or legs. I remember that uh, that he had a big cone head and beautiful ginormous eyes. (laughs) They were jet black eyes, almost like mirrors. The jet black eyed cone headed alien spoke to me through telepathy and said, You are not terrified like the others. <laughs> Jerry spoke this back. This is to all one night Jerry goes out drinking with his buddies and this happens. This is two drink Jerry. Not again. Uh, so Jerry decided to telepathically communicate back to the alien saying, No, I am not afraid. Should I be? I'm not afraid. Don't worry. Do you think his, telecommuni- like his telepathic communication was. Like slurred speech at the same time. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. The beautiful conehead alien. Well, the beautiful conehead alien with the mirror I eyes. Of you. You got beautiful black mirror eyes. <laughs> I can see myself in him. Where do you get those Columbo jackets? I wanted a Columbo jacket. Uh, Mr. Battle said, "No, I'm not." Beautiful yeah, conehead. Yeah, some kind of love boat hat on. Should I be? The alien then quizzed Mr. Battles about what he would like to see more than any place else. Mr. Battles thought and said, The North Pole. <laughs> Wait, he sees an alien. He's gone through all of this so far. He sees the guy in the Columbo jacket. There yeah, are 40 wait, other wait, people. Wait, just to read, 40 other people all yeah. standing still. All standing sees still. Sees a guy in a Columbo jacket. He walks up to the giant, beautiful cone-headed alien. Beautiful cone-headed just alien with the shiny black mirror beautiful, eyes. beautiful, beautiful beast and the with the with the shiny black eyes that just look right into your soul you know your heart really and he's communicating telepathically with this thing and it asks him where do you want to go of anywhere in the world anywhere in the galaxy basically the universe where do you want to go i want to go to the north pole this is where jerry wanted to go jerry the north pole big okay like the north pole like who has North Pole at the top of their mind if they're, like, being abducted by aliens? Like he said, in an instant, he's like, the North Pole, Mr. Alien. That's where I want to go. Well, Mr. Alien, let me tell you something. Well, Mr. Battles says in the blink of an eye. <laughs> My name's Jerry Battles, so I want to go to the North Pole. <laughs> I'm a proud North Pole fan. In the blink of an eye, Mr. Battles and the cone-headed, mirror-eyed alien were transported to the North Pole. Just like that, just... Bam. Which Jerry said the transporting was like driving through a snowstorm at 500 miles an hour. But they were just going from Ireland to the North Pole? Yes. With a spaceship, wouldn't that be just like a... It was, he said it was in the blink of an eye. Yeah, right? I would think that'd be a pretty Mr. quick Mr. Battles trip. has already said it was in the blink of an eye. Okay. Mr. Battles admits that anyone he has revealed his <laughs> true story to thinks he is crazy and laughs... Wait, wait a minute. What happened after that? What happened after they got to the North Pole? I want to know more. He said, he said that he's going to... Let me see. All oh, right, let me continue. It doesn't say it in that sentence. All right, let's see. Plan you can't just leave us hanging like in that. In the blink of an eye, he went... All right, he said, and when he tells, they ask him if he has a history of mental illness. All right. Um, and he says, no, not at all. He laughs them off. Now, Jerry Battles says, those who don't believe his tale are, quote, naive and have small imaginations. <laughs> he also said that they must heed the alien warning. Oh, so it's 850 years. 850 years, Jerry. And of all this, this wise information these aliens have, and they can travel through time, obviously, and they, they know so much about our culture, it's Jerry they picked out as, Jerry the repre- as the representative. Jerry Battles says... Jerry Battles, we have traveled through time <laughs> Ooh, to find Jerry you. Battles. 
You are not afraid of us, Jerry Battles. Stare into my beautiful eyes. Your world will soon crumble in 850 years. You sound like the aliens from uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh Jerry me. Battles. Jerry Ooh. Battles. In 850 years from now, <laughs> a giant asteroid the size of Monster is going to obliterate your planet. The asteroid will approach your planet from the 35th quadrant. Uh, that's what Jerry Battles said. Okay, all right. Um, mm-hmm. The alien uh, also continued to tell Jerry Battles, we're four million light years more advanced than you are. That's not how you measure that. We have that. been observing that, you. Wait, is that what he said? We're four million light years? Jerry Battles. That's not a measurement of time. That's distance. You know what? Maybe it's aliens' ways of measuring time. That's... Jerry Battles continues. We are four. Uh, he said the alien told him we are four million light years more advanced than you are. We have that, been observing you for millennia, and all that time you have only excelled at two things: global warfare and lying to your own species. <laughs> he goes on to say the alien it's a advised, very judgmental alien. You must by the use. Way. I wonder where we've heard this one. Uh, Jerry Battles finally concludes the alien statement, saying uh, the alien advised him, "You must use the force." Be one with the force. Oh. Harness the force. What if this is actually an alien who just decided to come fuck with somebody? Like, they're so advanced. So like, you know what? Watch this. I'd leave this guy. Even if I'm, watch. I'm going <laughs> to totally Jerry fuck Battles, with him yeah. right now. And he's going to try to tell everybody nobody will believe him. And this is all bullshit that I'm making up. But I'm just going to see what can happen. Uh, Jerry Battles also said the alien. Also, They had a really long conversation, Jerry yeah. Battles, and the yeah. beautiful cone-headed mirror-eyed alien. Well, it's his beautiful eyes, though. I beautiful. mean, you look into those eyes, you just get lost. Jerry Battles uh, you lost. You got to understand. His eyes glassing over at the thought of mm. the beautiful cone-head of the alien man, to oh. which gave him these words of wisdom. Said that the alien also warned us not to trust the government or banks <laughs> as they have been lying to us since day one. Again, if you don't oh, believe Jerry Oh, I hope Battles, this isn't going to be a watch out for the Zionists taking over everything kind right. of thing. Oh, let me tell you. All right, so I do have a conclusion to Jerry's, to Jerry's <laughs> alien abduction story. Please tell me Jerry doesn't bring up Jews or something like Jerry that. Jerry Battles did not bring up Jewish okay. people and has no recollection of how long the abduction lasted and no memory of it afterward. Until the coat he was wearing that night what? of the abduction. Did he leave up, something in his pocket? Turned up on the roof of the hospital in town. Well, that makes no sense. He said, I have no idea how it got there. It was only after having the coat returned to me that the <sighs> events came back to me. Jerry Battles is hopeful his story will reach the world <laughs> scientific community and says, the truth is definitely out there. <laughs> well, may God bless Jerry Battles. Oh, Jerry Battles. Is there a picture of Jerry Battles? Yeah, it's spelled with a G, though. G-E-R-R-Y. Because I I would love to have a beer with Jerry Battles and hear the rest of this story. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yep, he looks like the kind of guy that probably went out and had himself a couple of drinks. Jerry Battles only had two festive drinks. Only two. Mm-hmm. Only two. <laughs> I swear. He said that he has two festive drinks, and I tend to believe everything that Jerry Battles says. So. Absolutely. Jerry well, Battles. as you should. Jerry as Battles wouldn't. My Jerry watch. Battles wouldn't make that up. You know. Jerry Battles is an honest man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> and there you have it, my friends. It is the year of the alien, and that is your world. There's my proof. Yeah, two Christmas drinks with a pow. Two festive drinks is what he said. Oh, two festive That's drinks. That's it. That's it. Yep. Like he would never have more than two. No. 
The Not missus at all. wouldn't approve of that. No. Mm-mm. That's why I was late for home. <laughs> late getting home. It just makes sense. <laughs> oh, but the eyes were so beautiful. <laughs> I tell you, you look in those, you get lost for days. Shiny black mirror those eyes. shiny black mirror Beautiful alien eyes that looked right heads. into my soul oh and said, Jerry, I trust you enough to tell you this. Okay. Yes. Well, you can, I feel like you shouldn't be Tony Muffins. I feel like you should be Jerry Battles. Jerry Battles is pretty awesome. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think we should maybe try to get an interview with Jerry Battles. Mm-hmm. Jerry, tell us what happened now. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, we've talked to crazy people before. We are crazy people. I'll email them. Yeah. Let's email Jerry Bottles. All right. Uh, But before we go today, I do want to say that we do have a birthday. Wow. We do. And it's from one of our dear buddies, Mr. Troy Hall. Mr. Troy Hall. Mm -hmm. It is Troy Hall's birthday. Troy. So we want to wish you a very merry birthday, you young man. Happy birthday, Troy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. Hot oh, damn right. Wow. So, what do you think? Do you think that guy is Jim Morrison wandering around? I'm pretty sure. That's what I think too. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep my eye out for him. I'm gonna see who else I can find that's still around. Just try and find. I'm hoping for people. a Tupac. Mm-hmm. I would like a Tupac. You and everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggie, not so much. Biggie, I, I, I think that that time, that, I, I, yeah, that time nobody, was gone. I mean, not that I didn't like Biggie, but yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be wandering around. Mm. More importantly, I want to see this big, beautiful alien that everybody's talking about. It's so beautiful, so big. Oh, the eyes, though. Just so warm and glowing. Mirror-like. Jerry Battles is my favorite Jerry Battles is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Next Adventure is one of our fine sponsors. And nextadventure.net is where you can go to get amazing quality outdoor equipment. Exactly. Outdoor, even indoor. Yes, and indoor, too. Clothes, purses, like many, they have accessories, they have anything. Like, it's basically something for anybody. Yeah. And And everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Next Adventure really is a fine sponsor of ours. Nextadventure.net. Go there, check out everything they've got. Or, of course, their stores located here in town. Next Adventure located on the corner of Stark and Grand. They support us. So when you go in there and, and buy something... You know, go ahead and mention it or even shoot us an email and say, hey, just pick this up from Next Adventure today. Um, that always helps us out. It's always great to hear that. We, we appreciate that a lot. Um, so nextadventure.net or Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand and, of course, the Paddle Sports Center, which is just down the street from there. Awesome. Um, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, we'll be Geek in the City. Yes. Geek in the City. And then tomorrow we're uh, live listeners early show. Yes, early show tomorrow. Our usual Thursday show at noon. Or earlier? No, noon works. Okay. Yep, noon. All right. Yep. Live at noon. Um, yep. Yeah. So that will be tomorrow. But thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate you, and we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. Love you all. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>